listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Girl, what a hit for. We can get it on the low, low. In the backseat of a Volvo. Make it shake, make it jump, make it twerk. Up and down just because a young player said so. Basically, what that thing smell like is what I'm asking. Uh, While the music uh, blasting in the background. Uh, See the bling from the wrist, plus the game in your ear got you ready to bounce right now. But my hold on, it's just the beginning of the song. We can bounce in a little bit. Cause the dime just walking by caught a nigga eye. I'm trying to kick it tonight. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod Ash. Yeah, I heard that song a long time. Mm-hmm um and we're live on a saturday morning afternoon ready to give you guys some um some feedback okay mm-hmm. uh feedback show is when you guys write in call in do a bunch of myriad of things to uh let us hear your voice and we respond back um so you can uh email us the blackout tips at gmail.com you can call us 704 uh leave us a voicemail two minutes or less you can go to our website the black guy who tips leave comments on each episode that we do for the week um we also read five star reviews which you can leave um on itunes and stitcher um works best at the stitcher website um and you can leave itunes from anywhere you can connect to itunes whether it's the uh your phone or your tablet or your your pc whatever you want to do um but uh yeah we appreciate everybody takes time out to do these things which is why we do this show um because without you guys what would we be all right that's true um and uh, it looks like uh just as a milestone to report our show is about halfway sold out yes it's about halfway sold out i know we have months to go it's uh it's uh exactly about three months from now september 20th charlotte north carolina blumenthal theater for performing arts there's a general admission ticket still left thirty dollars a ticket um we'd love to see you there's still hotel deals left you can go uh still catch you a hotel mm-hmm. chris lambert's gonna be there we yes. got all that stuff scheduled and set away he's already it's like we're fucking professionals people i don't know who are these people that we have grown to along <laughs> with being reasonable and responsible and shit <laughs> we who are these people that hire people and work with them and talk to them i know the the event coordinator was like i'll do that that's what you pay me for I'm, yeah yeah that is what we pay. it has been super <laughs> lovely and uh i hope that you guys come out and enjoy this great time because it's gonna be amazing mm-hmm. uh but yeah just letting you guys know it's about halfway sold out and i know tickets are still selling every day so uh hopefully you know if you get your money right i know we know the negro spiritual come nah, on nah 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 wait till i get, get my money, money right oh book of kanye west um uh, <laughs> Uh, the the old testament apparently yeah know. not the new testament new testament is a little different um but yeah so make sure you guys do that we appreciate y'all mm-hmm. uh all right let's talk about the people that also appreciate us by giving us money you can go to the blackoutist.com on the front page right there in your face on the right hand side it's like hey you trying to give these niggas some money you can give them one time recurring times up to you and we read your name on the show regardless of the denomination regardless if it's recurring or not we just want to let you know we appreciate you it all spins the same mm-hmm. i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment 
today's a new day that's right today is a new day and not today for you to try it alexis right h recurring donator thank you our girl june from harlem shout out to june samuel h thank you samuel tanya s appreciate your tanya uh reginia g thank you reginia chance h appreciate you josh our boy wonga from down under shout out to australia mate dana w appreciate you yeah ray sonny writer on the good place blowing up we got a one-time donation from cartez a who says donating before i even get check number one from the new job come on come on new job come on new job <laughs> ha 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 i'll definitely be going premium soon as i need more content for my long days i want to thank my wife Charday that beautiful math teacher augustus for introducing me to the blackout tips i love her and i love listening to you guys you and karen thanks cartez p.s uh let me know if you ever need web creative marketing help i too am a techie look at this shit i too am a techie look at this i love people each one teach one bringing couples together you know what i mean that's so beautiful i love when i hear relationships that you know people are like i you know i i me and my husband me and my wife me and, you know we listen to this my kids my kids like it's so like that's what we do it for is i know there's a lot of other shit that people get into but i really do love the idea of bringing people together mm-hmm. you know even my ratchet peoples even even the people that's just sitting on facebook dragging people all day if they came together to celebrate us i appreciate it i appreciate it because they could have been listening to something else you know right uh shirley wong esquire please say the esquire you better jane m thank you ashia b thank you quinone as d appreciate you cynthia d as well lisa d that's a lot of d's come on (laughs) throw some d's on that uh tiffany b appreciate you kelly c alfonso m Mm -hmm. designer design t celeste m joy m no relation damian jackson who i am for real rodney my brother happy birthday last uh week had good beautiful birthday dinner with him Mm -hmm. and sebastian his wife um it was it was it was dope man and we got some good chinese food we had to drive out of ways but uh it was worth the trip listen okay um kyle k thank you kyle candace h autumn w ashia y and that's it thank you guys and my people say all right all right let's talk about the people that wrote five star reviews and you know what shout out to the new phone because it's struggle time it ain't been no struggle time no more trying to get through them has it the past few weeks you've been reading them names about the delays i jumped up a couple generations (laughs) and who knew that's what was holding back the emails all the time right just because we always a few generations behind so i guess i'll be next pretty soon Mm. uh yep you will be 
uh all right let's get into the five star reviews we had three on itunes and two on stitcher come on come through stitcher people i know we know y'all out there uh so yeah we got one that says um mm, wait did i read let me make sure i read this one last week i don't know why i didn't remember the title um let's see what's today's date the 16th so i would have i don't know if i would have read this one on the 8th i don't remember i don't know all right i'll read it again in case i didn't um batwoman and roderick the dynamic duo five stars by rich 4422 you remember this no I, I don't i wish i had more stars two of the hardest working duo on podcasts the social games played on the blackout tips podcast should be required diversity training at all major corporations hello target uninformed white folks and hotels you can't jam sufficient diversity training in just three hours you need a weekly dose of karen and rod holding court with the lgbtq news fucking with black people white people news guess the race take out the trash and sore ratchetness and don't sleep on that premium content the blackout tips team provides you with round the clock top-notch entertainment and shows such as spoiler movie reviews popular tv and gaming and comic book critiques sports news topped off with world-class customer service oh yeah we did read this my personal favorite show is a pregame hosted by rod and the indomitable j trill honestly i don't think these two sleep thanks for the podcast and good luck in september rich thank you rich thank you five stars this one says this from dexter frost says way beyond five stars i love this podcast i found it by wandering the internet looking for new entertainment and instead found food for my spirit oh mm, food for the spirit i always did want to be that karen and rod delivered a plethora deliver a plethora of content almost daily covering every relevant topic and is insightful intelligent hilarious quotable and fulfilling i love it so much i pay for their premium content as well something i may add that i never felt the urge to do in all the years that i've listened to the podcast oh thank you thank you i honestly have a two-hour commute and they helped me through oh currently have a two-hour commute and they helped me through uh help me get through it with a smile on my face thank you both so much for being a shining light in this the darkest of timelines it really does feel that way um but yes man we appreciate that i know that uh that that commute man a lot of people you know it's so funny that commute ain't no joke you listen to people they talk about podcasts and you know hey i i love that podcasts are so varied and different Mm -hmm. but sometimes you listen to people talk about podcasts and i don't think they mean anything by it but they're like a podcast over blank length uh you doing it this many times a day or uh, this time of week uh who want to hear all that and shit and i'm like i mean there's always somebody like there's always somewhere the numbers don't lie our numbers are good right our fans don't lie our fans show up um the premium don't lie people sign up people people pay for it like you don't know what situation people are in and I, you know when we made the show premium one i never wanted to feel like i wasn't working for my money so you know i definitely didn't feel comfortable just putting out like a one extra show every like couple weeks or something which is nothing wrong with that but for for what we needed at the time it was like yo i have to work hard to show people that this is worth it right um and we were the first of our friends to really do that shit so you know maybe we overshot it but i'd much rather overshoot it than undershoot it right mm-hmm. um so then the second part of this is um you have people that sit at desk jobs where they can listen to podcasts all day For 18 12 hours where in yeah they're commuting and music just ain't cutting it Mm-mm. you know where they may not want to keep up on cnn or msnbc or some shit that's gonna just like 
depress you and but you may want to be in the know on certain news that affects you as a black person or just a person in in this world right so uh, that's anyway all that to say like you know different strokes for different people but i think of people like this where i'm like yo i've been that person that was stuck somewhere and i'm like if i don't find hours of content that's just beyond playing this album 27 times come on i've been there i'm gonna lose my mind and uh yeah so i'm glad that i love when people like you write in to be like dog i appreciate the length of the shows and stuff yeah and the thing is uh particularly when me and roger get a little talkative and sometimes we cross that three three and a half hour mark a lot of people that have been kicking with us for a while get real excited everybody like, Woo, this gonna take me to, uh, to almost lunchtime yeah it's just interesting like i've had people um i mean possible white man jay she'll be like i went hiking uh she told me this beautiful story this weekend about how she went hiking and she kind of got lost from the group or the group made a wrong t- i mean i know she ain't get lost the group got lost they made a wrong time turn she went hiking ahead of course like impossible white men do mm-hmm. and she spent like a weekend like climbing up this mountain you know waiting to meet up with the rest of the group and she was just like listening to us you know what i mean like that's beautiful to me and i'm glad to be able to be that like to have that content for people and mm-hmm. whatnot anyway um the realist blaze 735 says five stars real funny and authentic thank you thank you we try to be uh empathy and comedy empathy, empathy plus comedy plus brilliance plus love five stars by uh ad aid reed who says i've been listening to Ryder Karen for many many years and can say that they it's funny we've been doing this for many many years already many many ain't that the thing uh and can say that they have taught me so much helpful help me grow as a person giving me so many laughs introduced me to new ideas and motivated me to be much more brave and active when it comes to social justice the black Autist is an excellent show that's both meaningful and entertaining definitely listen thank you mm-hmm. we definitely try man and we and i absolutely appreciate everybody that wrote in uh and then stitcher we got two on there look at you guys so beautiful come on through come on through i don't have any children but today is my father's day oh five stars brother muhammad says that means all y'all bitches is my son Nicki minaj verse uh thank you again (laughs) 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 oh man thank you again Roddy Karen I hope all is well uh this is my brother Muhammad um I wanted to share some love for the show as I think that your work is wonderful I wrote a review a few years back as I was going through a rough time you know Trump stuff anti-Muslim rhetoric black issues the list goes on when you guys read my review on the feedback show it really helped my spirit i can say that although you all did not change any of my circumstances your empathy and listening ear provided a platform of validation and acceptance for that i continue to say thank you keep up the great work sister karen i love that laugh and brother rod keep hitting us with that knowledge i sincerely hope the best for y'all ramadan mubarak happy ramadan brother muhammad p.s can y'all do that story again on the origins of bullet ball the bullet ball extreme that had me dying um maybe one day man maybe we we should probably because every every so often like every like few years we actually just redo it again for what else like something will bring it up and we'll just redo it and, and don't be a rhyme or reason behind it you know i'm thinking off the top of my head man i will you know bear with me i, I think we can do this but i think we should have an annual bullet ball day mm-hmm. every year we should play the clip and do the jokes and watch it again 
like once a year we should pick a day i'm a, and i need justin to be here for it yeah it's not the same without justin but you you got my mind ticking i'm gonna ask justin if he's willing to do that because we should be able to make some time to celebrate annual bullet ball day okay mm-hmm. uh but thank you so much uh for writing in man it's funny you brought up ramadan we went out to eat last night and there was this uh table with like a family there and we came in and this woman was reading from her phone something like i could tell i had a lot to do with god and religion and it was like she was talking like kind of loudish like not obnoxiously loud but like she was reading it to her children at the table or to the two children at the mm-hmm. table and it was like her and a man so maybe fa- maybe mother and father i don't know mm-hmm. um but she was basically like explaining this stuff she's like you need to be thankful this is the time to thank your mother for this and be thankful for the food you eat and be thankful for the house you live in and be thankful and you gotta do this and concentrate on that and meditate on this and, that. and i'm like what is she talking about uh and then, you know and then um at the at the end and, and then she was like uh in the i think the the daughter uh possibly was like uh well i could just read it myself she's like no let me read it to you and your brother she read both of them uh the whole thing it took like five or ten minutes and then when they got done and they left or whatever uh, but right before they left she was like and that's what ramadan means and i was like oh shit i did not know that's what ramadan meant i was just sitting over here thinking that she had to remind her kids to be grateful for the food they was buying them and I, all i was thinking the whole time was i'm never having kids because if i if i gotta look across the table at a 15 year old motherfucker that's ungrateful i'm taking them to this nice sushi restaurant then what's what's the point of life throw them in the trash start <laughs> over put them in rice but uh nah it was uh she was just telling them what ramadan meant and i thought that was pretty sweet yeah you thought that talking with children so you know one of them was wasn't like a small small but he was younger than 15 so you know how yeah. their attention spans are not long it's weird though because like in a time where people in america are trying so hard to turn islam into a a religion of hate to demagogue Mm -hmm. it while literally using christianity as a cudgel to be bigots to fellow united states citizens and human beings in around the world they're using religion to justify separating mothers and their kids at the border like it, it is amazing that one of these religions i was i i'm supposed to believe as a as a a bystander is a religion of hate and the other one is supposed to be christianity and i am watching christianity be hateful there's not another word for it in my country the people who have usurped it the people who use it that are in power they are not using it for anything good they are using it for evil and it's it's so weird to be living in that time where you know um you know i'm listening to this woman describe this thing and i'm like what holiday is is she talking about what like is this for father's day you know i'm thinking to myself like because you don't want to be nosy but i'm going in my head like my middle rolodex like is something coming up this weekend was you know palm sunday that was a while ago and then boom it's it's ramadan i'm like yo that's okay that's so dope but if i were to describe ramadan to people without telling them it's a muslim holiday or something they would have just been like what a great holiday we should all celebrate that Come on. the second that i go yeah and it's, it's, it's islam they'd be like uh you mean the terrorist religion like it's, it's that ridiculousness man the other thing i thought too and this is after they left obviously and i'm glad nothing happened but as soon as he said ramadan you know they sat there for another 10 minutes or whatever but in my mind i was like yo if somebody tried to say something to them or fuck with them right 
am i gonna end up swinging on like like like, like ignorant like that's how my mind ticks so i'm like and it's gonna be a situation where i'm gonna end up being viral if some shit go down in here like because you know people they so much of what we cover on the show and i hope that it's not a reflection of just everyday life but so much of what we cover on the show there's so many incidents where white people get emboldened because they just hear somebody say like or they see somebody with a hair wrap or some shit and they just like i'm gonna go say something to them and what's so stupid they can't tell the difference between a between a uh, muslim or a sikh or any of this shit not, not it, and what's even worse than that they can't tell the difference between a turban right or a hijab right or not trying to be funny just a regular ass head scarf that right. i tie my head with to go to sleep at night right that thing i'm like do you not know what the fuck this is can you not tell the difference you just think it's because it's upside my head is a turban right so i don't know I, like i had all those thoughts in a very short period of time i was just like all right well hopefully you know everybody had act right and everybody did it was no no big deal but i don't know i just thought about all that shit in a short period of time yeah because uh even for me i like uh the head scarves you know mm-hmm. like the multicolor head scarves i think they're pretty they're cute and i've been had went on youtube to find out how to tie like the different head wraps and things like that and uh a lot of uh, women that are muslim uh actually wear those but they wear them for religious reasons and you know and things like that it's not the same when i wear it but you know i just like to to wear it not, it's, it's not a disrespectful thing or anything mm-hmm. like that and so i thought about getting me some more but i also thought about not telling me funny people seeing that upside my head and i'm mm-hmm. a brown woman i don't i'm not associated with the religion right. at all i don't have a problem with the religion at all but just in case right so i don't want somebody walking up on me threatening me because they don't realize that this is not a hijab like i right. know what it is and this is not that so i i don't do that because i don't i, I don't want to disrespect women that actually wear that for their right. religious purposes yeah but it's, it's just sad you have to do that calculus for you put on a fucking article of clothing because our country's so bigoted but then they would tell you that it's because the muslims are scary um fosworth 23 says five stars my daily bread he left this 11 out or they left this 11 hours ago i don't know their gender i don't know why i said that uh i've been listening faithfully for about a year now and i don't know what took me so long to start i remember bomani letting you push the podcast on the evening jones years ago and i always meant to check it out but i never did but let me tell you rod you and karen are my comic relief in this trump world today I love the ratchetness, the seriousness, and compassion you guys show on the topics you discuss. I ordered some of your merch, and since I'm one of the few brothers up here in North Dakota, I always get a few looks and some laughs when I'm rocking my TBGW t-shirts. Yes! Get you a... Oh, I uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but the Meticulated Genius uh, shirt is in stock, too, now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, that's a pretty... I'll make it the show art in case I... I think I already did this oh no i did do this yeah so uh yeah that shirt is in stock if you like that show art you can get it on your chest mm-hmm. uh or stickers on a mug i mean you can get look they got everything over at t public they do y'all they do uh this is seriously the best podcast out there can't wait for the live show i already purchased my tickets hey i hopefully wait for north dakota can't wait to see you baby can't wait and hopefully my schedule stays clear so i can make it down to charlotte q of the excellent work hey we cannot wait to see you fam um, y'all don't know how excited we are to see y'all and to meet and greet everybody and to sign stuff so for those of you just like i'm coming to the live show buy your t-shirts buy your stuff so we can sign it and all that good great stuff mm-hmm. uh all right let's get to these comments on these episodes we had episode 1694 quality uh it was a feedback episode and i also made the uh 
uh, a gallery of the artwork uh that we were sent by lamara um mm-hmm. if you look at this post um beautiful artwork be gorgeous um so we had two comments llama llama time says thank you for sharing my artwork karen and rye it was such a kind thing to do again thank you oh no thank you yeah. uh, you got some dope artwork yeah you do baby and also in this this is the day i found out i knew how to make a gallery on our website so i mean oh, it's like we all shit it's like we all got to have fun today <laughs> i was like oh shit i can make all these little it could, like you go to the website and like each picture stays up for like five seconds then it goes to the next one like it's like it's Aww. make us look professional um then we got falcons diva says that brother called to speak to the manager lol i'm sorry that voicemail taking me yeah that was yeah i was like man well, just email me i got you fam um so uh let's see we also got uh the poll are you happy the nba season is over yes no or meh 42 percent of y'all said yes 36 said meh and 21 percent said no i'm in the 21 percent. i wish the nba season could go year round i love nba basketball yeah i, I do too and i know the east they on with sports but me when basketball season in that's fucking it to like august september when football come back and then you know because that's kind of funny i don't care nothing about no nascar i don't watch baseball i don't watch hockey you know i'm like, like and for people to do love it have a ball but for me i'm like oh, i guess i'll be catching up on tv shows then we had episode Coon Keys, uh 1695 uh where justin was on you guys request him and uh he came through and blessed the mic um with his terrible presence <laughs> amani says rod i'm disgusted by you for a show that prides itself on nuance and accuracy i'm shocked to see you deny the obvious truth about shootings and porn oh so we're just gonna pretend that the most dangerous time in america wasn't in 2005 during the prime of onion booty a greater and more dangerous dynasty than the warriors could ever be how many children were lost to vanessa del rio massacre of 1982 i'm just appalled yeah i mean listen if if porn was killing people um we would have been all taken out a long time ago okay that's a billion dollar industry come on um and yeah it it, it would have got no onion booty dominated the game in a way that not since the chicago bulls uh won six back to back and wild what jordan took two years off because he got banned for gambling got his daddy killed um allegedly uh while that was happening that was basically onion booty's run from like 2000 uh like somewhere around 2000 let's see i'll say 2005 ish somewhere around there just dominated the game dominated the game dog we've never seen a dynasty like we'll never see it again i mean i hope you appreciated onion booty when it was here they had all the biggest name stars and butts all over the place they was having sex with them it was uh it started the internet really elevated the internet age of porn like really eradicated a lot of a lot of other brands man rest in peace onion booty i don't know what happened to that african dude behind the camera that used to talk too much but after a while you just came to love him it was like charm it's like part of the whole show is is that african dude talking in broken english to about women's butts so <laughs> i don't know what i don't know what that guy's deal was Mm-mm porn directors they feel like they gotta be part of the show don't they i don't know why they can't just hold the camera and shut the yeah, fuck up nobody cares about you right, let me see your butt jiggle i'm like hey man calm down man it's 
<laughs> Same Star mm-hmm. Wars. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh wait, you said school shootings. I thought you meant. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that's the dumbest bullshit I've heard. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of shootings in the pants for Onion Booty, but not <laughs> not the kind to kill people. Always fun to have Justin back on derailing the program. Now we just gotta get Karen back on balls deep. Appreciate the grind. Anytime. Nick Ju says, "Hey, my babies." Hey, baby. Yes, it is true. Kanye and I are both Geminis. I thought so. He's the type of Gemini that everyone talks about when they call us evil. I, a good Christian bitch. <laughs> a good one, I see. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, she cracks me up, guys. I, a good Christian bitch, am an actual angel. <laughs> cheers to another week of wonderful shows i've been saving the shows to catch up all at once during the work week rod it seems you and i were on the exact same wavelength this week our empathic twin thing is uncanny i said almost exactly the same things you said about mental health twitter and such on our show on sunday that you mentioned on your feedback show i think karen my heart i miss you so much mm-hmm. uh we got can- to get up congrats on the live show y'all keep doing your thug thizzle my nizzles warriors y'all did yes, it again congratulations baby you want to know it's adorable when the warriors win and it's, and it's really to follow the media and um the jordan stands they've kind of robbed the warriors of the tr- the fans of the true joy of being like hated right because everybody hates lebron so much that it's almost like nobody realizing these niggas are heisting the league from like like not even heist they are dominating the nba to the tune of three titles in like five years and the only thing that truly stopped them was an injury and a fight in one series you know what i mean and yet somehow so really it's three and four years anyway it somehow we have lost track of all that shit and it's turned into like yeah so uh lebron wins or lebron doesn't win and nothing else matters and you're like well you do know a team actually won let them people be happy and celebrate the day team won but um you know so so like you know which is a testament obviously to his greatness and shit but uh my favorite thing is when warriors fans go on twitter to talk their shit after winning but it's like they weren't the underdogs no only thing people really say is like they're too good or kevin Dur- it's too many good people on your team which is like the of the shit talking you can do it's like the low it's like oh i'm sorry my team too good right <laughs> i'm like you just mad because you ain't my team what's happening right here? If you this know was your roster i'll be hearing you they'll pull the like bandwagon thing but you know like nick juice from the bay so it's not really she's been a fan forever but uh it's adorable when they talk their shit after winning it's just yeah. it's just adorable because it's like it's it's not like that vicious like uh because they haven't got the full like low bottom disgusting scumbag hate that some of the players get and some of the teams get it's just like this adorable like we did it now what motherfuckers say something it's like we 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 can't say anything y'all y'all the best that's the thing that's right that's what i fucking thought i know that much you're like you you y'all did it y'all did it again dominated the league kevin durant mvp everything mm-hmm and y'all was trying to say that we was only gonna win in seven games or six games nigga we did it in four it's like y'all did it in four that is correct we all thought you would do it but y'all did do it faster than we thought y'all would do it that's what i'm saying that is what you're saying that well that motherfucker i bet i i we also agree on that 
yeah see you next year right. i know y'all gonna win it again next, next year, year and the year after that probably. none of these niggas will ever leave they all will take less money and they love staying out there i mean what do you want us to say yeah because <laughs> and then my thing is that i'm happy to see their fans but it's a lot of people that actually go at the fans like anytime somebody find out you a fan of the warriors everybody you're like uh what you over here for and for people like nick jew and people that have been warriors fans for years mm-hmm. you like people do realize that they used to be a fucking laughing stock of the whole goddamn league right yeah everybody likes to pull the uh but that happens with all the winning teams y'all just bandwagon y'all just bandwagon you know they do that to everybody team once you you know i remember when it was the patriots you know and i mean i'm sure there's a phenomenon where there are bandwagon fans blah 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 but what what i think is more likely people have been fans of teams they whole lives mm-hmm. or a long time but they team sorry right so you don't hear from because who the fuck brags about a sorry ass team i'm a hornets fan i love They're the hornets bad. i tweet about it i don't got shit this i'm not annoying because what can i say oh man we lost again tonight man it's a Come good game we tried kimba was like it's, you know and then but let the hornets get good i can't wait for niggas you bandwagon hornets fan motherfucker i can always i'm be like these tweets go all the way back fam uh, i don't give a fuck y'all see that's what's wrong you're just hopping on now see you a real one but the rest of them fake i'm like no mm-hmm. they all pretty much are real and that's what make fans now we're fans. loud right. now we're loud but yeah it's too late man the warriors are kicking ass so that's funny mm-hmm but uh yeah man that that uh nick Jew's another person that sometimes i'll reach out to uh you know like offline and we'll just talk about certain shit and you know a lot of times we do be on the same wavelength and you know i do have empathy overload sometimes i mean sometimes i will see it for a whack motherfucker when i shouldn't that's my burden to breath but uh i appreciate her for checking in and uh keeping me on my toes uh shaniqua says hearing the story about the main the man suing cvs has me shook i'm a pharmacist not employed by cvs and let me tell y'all it's level to this hippo shit my patients send their friends co-workers and even their neighbors to pick up their medicines for them and almost always their designated pickup person asks what is this medicine for even if the pharmacy staff member doesn't verbalize what the drug is used for it's usually drug info in the sheets it is Attached on the side of the bottle then print it and double print it like you get like four different versions of what the fuck it is it's attached to the bag and that spills all the tea it's inconvenient to customers but it seems like the only way to keep this sort of thing from happening is to stop sending bonita betrayal ass niggas to get your meds come on but i ain't want to gossip so you ain't heard it from me <laughs> come P- on p.s the uh dude suing cvs is cheating on his wife he did that shit guilty as fuck yes mm-hmm. he did that's what i said i said he just got caught cheating mm-hmm. that's the uh what you doing looking at my phone anyway excuse why y'all why y'all giving him my viagra prescription in the first place nigga what you doing oh stick to the script stick to this point what you doing on this shit come on uh the poll is are you looking forward to fighting about insecure season three no because insecure season three is gonna be about black male sometimes toxic masculinity which i think is like the greatest uh it's funny because it's like the greatest trick to pull on these niggas that argue online about it because it's kind of already been about that for two seasons but it didn't take long for the like 
either hotepi or the the black man is the most put upon person in the world and nobody else and only us Mm-mm. people to take and take this this article and run with it yeah. and be like see the black woman get on and then they see how they do us as black men it's like half her staff is men right Larry wilmore's a showrunner jay ellis writes for the fucking show it's the reason that the show is so quote-unquote balanced and why it makes people so mad is because it's such a good portrayal of both sides and 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 then people we all do confirmation bias and cherry pick the details that fit our agendas and don't yeah and that show understands social media in a way that they should teach classes because they understand social media in a way that these other shows don't Mm -hmm. because they're like oh you're going to argue and talk about it and pick a side and come back next week and that's something i i'm not getting from any other show Mm -mm. Mm, i'm not either And, and it's one of those things particularly with insecure and a lot of the topics and the things she's talked about everybody pick their sides and they act like uh nobody is uh more oppressed than they are you go well you do know with sides i think uh one of the biggest thing was about uh uh you know sucking dick with or without a condom mm. and that was like a big strife across you know social media you know and it, it brought a lot of things to the forefront <clears throat> that people actually didn't want to talk about you know you have women that do you have women that don't you have women that like getting uh sperm in their eye you have women that would like motherfucker i will punch you in your goddamn eye it varies and mm. everybody you know it's one of those things but everybody comes with their own personal preference and they think if you if your preference is, ain't like mine you ain't shit and you have people that every time something happens you got this the over hype with the sexual just putting everything out there about certain people has got to be everything about them is just sexual when you go well it's more nuanced than just the sexual part of it but you know it's like if you're not pro-sex pro-sex on everything and if you have any types of reservations or quote-unquote people considered uh conservatism with sex everybody act like you're the worst thing ever but honey everybody don't want to do bdsm everybody don't want to be choked everybody don't want to be smacked some people just like to do old-fashioned ass missionary style and hit it from the back and call it a day and as long as they bust their nut they're good you do whatever you got to do to rejoice but you know it comes that judgmental thing bring you know and, and shit like that comes to the table which i think causes a lot of arguments yeah i mean it's a lot of trauma too correct like it just it, it, they're very good at hitting those spots and i, I love the show for that but you know i it's one of those shows i love but i don't necessarily love talking to just anybody about it you mm-hmm. have to kind of be on a certain wavelength before i'm really willing to talk to you about it because if you take it too serious then it's like no fun if you and if it's only like you don't take it serious at all then it's also that weird like you know like oh it's not really fun to talk to you about it but it's it's a it's an interesting show because the discussion around the show is part of the show as well you know correct anyway 50 percent of y'all are looking forward to arguing about season three 28 percent said no you're not looking forward to 22 percent of y'all don't watch it mm. surprised uh nita d says hey I'm so surpri- i'm surprised I, I actually started watching and it got caught up it's 30 minutes so yeah it's only 30 minutes them hour shows be and hard only, to catch up on and it's only like eight to ten episodes a season mm-hmm 
nita d says hey so when y'all talking about that lady that had the snake in her car i was literally cringing and gasping in my seat at the how dumb she was being ain't no way dog i would probably would have freaked out and flipped my car the animal control officer rolled up to the scene saw the snake and told that lady i'm good love enjoy and laugh my ass off i miss justin being on the main show it was great to hear him again killed the amazing work and i can't wait to see y'all at the live show oh so girl recognized taste what's hey, going on baby uh miss ct says insecure is such a good complex and grown show i enjoy every episode i love the short episodes of short seasons it keeps the story crisp but can we talk about how tasha got real life pregnant by dre for real i mean we did see the sex scene i don't know damn i feel like they Issa could make a show about making the show hey all i know is this tasha was fine somebody was gonna lock that up okay that woman cannot just be out here living life and and nobody be trying That's to holler at her gorgeous tall glass of chocolate milk as they say mm-hmm. and i heard people like dre too no shade no shade uh <laughs> that was so uh episode 1696 pancake burger uh we had one comment sugar pop says damn it carrie good why did you bring have to bring up that commercial this is my one space in my life where i don't have to hear about that k-pop group bts i guess bs i don't even know the name of the group baby i don't think that's the name of the group i don't know if that is the name of the group actually i don't know maybe it is i have nothing against those guys they can really dance but my tween daughter and her friend talk about them constantly at home at school in the car (laughs) i can't get away from them people even talk about them in my job they're like kardashians i don't want nothing to do with them and yet i know everything about them (laughs) for the love of god which i know rod doesn't believe in please leave them off the podcast i'm sorry sugar i never that wasn't my random thought that was karen's racism i, I don't care they all look the same Gee, why don't be proud of being racist please don't let's not do that guys okay they don't all look the same that's a horrible stereotype uh, oh no they, they don't people, but okay? on that commercial i can't tell the difference and other people was hit me up on social media on the low they was like i feel the same so i know i ain't alone oh other oh a racist isn't alone in their racism yep. on the internet what a su- what a surprise did anybody else see that one coming what yep. you said you found a group of other racist people yep that validate the way you feel about asian people looking like in that commercial wow i psh, psh, was this on twitter or facebook i won't say both oh wow on both of the platforms that kick all the activists off wow karen never change don't learn to grow oh i won't are you disgusted by ihop changing their name to sell burgers <laughs> yes no or where is my pancake burger i want my pancake burger 26 percent said they are disgusted 24 percent said they are not disgusted but that means 50 percent of y'all are just on the same wavelength i am where's my pancake burger that's all i want went through all this shit and you blew it you blew it out the gate oh disgusted fire the whole marketing department i would about that shit can't oh and i was listening to fire starter and tone uh was adding on man velvet waffle burger come on Nigga. come on Ooh, that'd have been flames what how did Some you bacon Nigga. how did you blow this the easiest layup in marketing history he fucking ran right past the goal you ran right past you out thought yourself 
I mean, shit, you already got the ingredients there. Th- they're right. Just flip that fucking waffle over. I don't, crepe burgers. I don't know what else. I mean, you got so much shit in there. It's fucking French put, toast burgers. Come, come on, on, dog. Put some fucking Swiss cheese on some crepes and, and go to town. Idiots. Sorry. I'm sorry. I hope that's a bit strong. But it's not. You fucked up. You fucked up bad. Yeah. Sam G says the house of hamburgers we gonna serve you just regular ass burgers nope get fancy with it right Sam G says okay so I think I'm not represented in this I voted no but I don't eat there anyway so it doesn't bother me at all it's the principle of it Sam okay <laughs> and if you ever feel like the poll doesn't represent you feel free to not vote okay you're messing up my science <laughs> Dars Payne says I put no but that restaurant is selling pancake burger in the episode art photo oh i don't know dog i put in um pancake burger and it came up but guess what y'all it was linked to ihop but you can't order that shit i'm like where where is this ihop it's not on the menu it's not on the menu it must be some Ooh, old shit i wonder can you giggle who's a uh, giggle a uh, google. google yeah who sells pancake burgers <sighs> somebody gotta be selling mm, pancake burgers. somebody selling pancakes did y'all see the show art all the motherfucking food trucks nobody sells pancake burgers did y'all see the show art for this episode that tell me that motherfucker didn't look delicious come on oh sausage some egg oh yeah bacon egg and the burger on it and two pancakes i'm like what the fuck it was oh the cheese was just oh oh why did you how do you blow this this might be the most disappointing news of the week like forget Nicki minaj all this shit just how do you blow the pancake burger right uh miss ct says imagine a savory pancake more like a soft bun than a pancake with some green onion and spicy seasoning with a juicy burger and some melted cheese that would be delicious it's a missed opportunity the pancake burger should have been the selling point they could have had 10 different variations southern bell asian zine traditional american create your own come on make up the last few the jacked up mm-hmm fucked it up uh Brooklyn Shubay says went to IHOP today ordered a well done burger and it was delicious my youngest was appalled at my food choices y'all almost trolled the timeline and asked Karen to go to IHOP for lunch to eat burgers but I was just like you know what man my life is going too good right now to be the center of another Kit Kat controversy I know that they're honey they'll, they'll cancel you yeah I'm not um, not worth <laughs> it and you know what and even that uh you can get you know for healthy people don't the the run those pancake burgers make that shit with egg whites right egg beaters come on now then we had episode 1697 say something no comments we had a poll though the poll was should the police be able to check your medical records without a warrant no sounds reasonable to me or hell nah son a very rare 100 (laughs) percent fuck them niggas so they can leak that shit very rare 100 percent um which was no no nobody wants that like who the fuck trust the government that much <laughs> even white people should be angry about that bullshit how much you gotta trust the government to be like nah man look at my medical records don't i mean it's cool you don't need a warrant but then we had episode uh trap racism 1698 um and miss 1ko says 
now kim kimball now kim kimball is a mammy what she had her own show they were so dismissive to her by saying that uh by nikki having her hair done by the celebrity who has a show on tv for multiple seasons is a mammy i believe it is still on she's been serving and slaying for celebrities for years hence the show i don't expect everyone to know everything but before you go making comments maybe people can do some sort of research because people who made those trolling uh and as karen said controlling comments uh sound ignorant it's okay not to know but when you don't know you can just be quiet ridiculous unless she was dressed as a mammy why would you classify someone as such because of their stature or their complexion right she looked like she showed up to work that day and right she even had a two anyway and they said hey get in the shot kim's melanin is popping ain't it though she is gorgeous yes because you know for those of you that been around you know particularly the black shops you know the, the 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 standard black long vest almost to your knees right below your knees and they have like hairpins and all that shit on the side she came to work yeah um we've been in a couple situations where we had professional makeup and hair and stuff done mm-hmm. um and you know in both situations it when like if karen took like a selfie or we would talk to the person about it or karen would like take a picture uh of her and the makeup artist and stuff they loved being in those pictures and stuff they did. because it one is promotion for their brand and their product they're yes. proud of their work but like that's their job is what about so to me that doesn't seem so um controversial it's the idea of if you look at a black a bigger black uh dark-skinned woman and your first inclination is pity or something then your first thought is gonna be poor her she's a victim in this and i think a lot of our internet culture promotes this kind of like hierarchy of victimhood type thing which um obviously i'm not anti that uh in as a general stat status of uh like we need to listen to marginalized people blah blah, blah. but there's also people that kind of operate on it on a social on a social standing thing only so it's like okay if you're black you can have this opinion if you're this if you're black and you're gay then your opinion is you can be rude to people you can be mean you can be your opinion is even more valid you're black and you're trans you can do this you're black and you're a woman you can do this you're black and you're this like and it's like you check off a certain amount of boxes and at some point it's just about my opinion must be right because i'm black and blank and it's like nah you may have looked at that picture people hip you the game and you go my bad maybe i need to think about this my fault you know i didn't know that shit obviously but instead people typically double down they flip on everybody else and it becomes like a more about a social media influence war and the Mm -hmm. fact that a lot of this twitter shit goes to people's heads and it's like i can never be wrong because i have a certain amount of followers right or because i present myself on social media like i have my shit together all the time and most of the time the people that do that have the least amount of their shit together but i present myself in this way like we don't all have these same people muted like we don't all see these people act out all day every day drag piss cancel that all day every day as a fucking brand and we all are like i didn't come here for this Mm -mm. so for in general like those people have you know it's the kind of people that you don't want to unfollow because you don't want to have to fucking have a confrontation about it but nobody like likes them or listens to them right it's that kind of shit that's on there all the time and it was that kind of crowd that got into it and i'm not even the kind of person to like go at somebody for having an opinion like this it's just more like well that's ridiculous and then you move on correct but i that was just something i saw before we did on the show i was just like that's 
that's such a ridiculous thing to say about that woman that's her craft you know this is uh, unless you just look at black women and think mammies if they look a certain way that's basically what you were saying because she was a darker woman and her complexion was fucking gorgeous yeah and i saw people or, or you don't like uh what's her name which is fine um but say that um uh, and i saw right. people saying um stuff like like i saw another person being like well even with all the context can we just admit the image is problematic and i'm like no, no because we live in a fucking world with context like what that that's so stupid that's like it's just you like talking about quote-unquote problematic shit so everything gotta be a problem so you you will that's the one of the biggest issues with social media with twitter with uh these headlines on facebook and shit we are so often seeing something seeing something with all the context stripped out of it correct and just jumping on it to have a hot take and an opinion and that is literally the opposite of what the fuck people need to be on man so like i saw a, a man he wrote this great post like explaining the whole thing and being like i don't understand why she would be considered da 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 and people was like exactly i agree i understand that's like that, that in that context there literally is nothing to be mad about her brand is being put on it's making her look bad it's making uh, like good good it's making onika look good it's making everybody in there come off like um you know she's hiring a black woman to do her work by the way which is what everybody claim they want now right but it gotta be a certain type of black woman with a certain type of curl in her hair and a certain type of light skin's complexion or she a mammy she gotta be a certain type of skinny or she a mammy is that what we doing like what are you what are you fighting for now now you're just reinforcing the shit you say you're against so anyway all that shit to say that that explanation was attached to this picture that he wrote right he's like i don't see a problem and then like within two or three comments somebody came in and was like yeah but it, can't we just say that even with all of that if you just look at the picture it's probably it can be pro- considered problematic even if you do know all the stuff you just brought up and i'm like no that's the fucking problem we can't just agree to disagree on that Mm-mm. you can't just go well if i take the context out can we agree that it's fucked up no. no that's the point of context like what are we doing you know uh, some people just like to be mad i've come to that conclusion like yeah. when it comes to social media some people's brand like their little brand they bread and butter what makes them money is being mad and if there's not nothing for them to be mad about they will make up something for them to be mad about because being mad is their brand they can't make the point with the context there which i think is a that shows the weakness of your argument if you know that having context is the is against the fucking point you want to make you know well the context doesn't matter it always matters it always fucking matters you know people try to promote that shit on social media and i like i've seen uh people do this with uh like um uh one of my favorite uh i i sarcastic you know least favorite one of my least favorite things is when people go well uh intent doesn't matter no it fucking does matter it might not be the biggest point it might not be a factor that mitigates it to the point where i'm not offended or whatever the fuck but you goddamn right it matters if you shoot me uh on purpose and you get murdered or if your fucking you were careless and you dropped your gun and you shot me it it's gonna fucking matter to me okay the shit matter to me. like it matters to how that bullet went in me because one of them i'm fucking you up like 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 if i get like if you if you attempt to murder me or you just fucking like uh 
carelessly shoot me i'm gonna still be mad one way but i'm gonna be way more mad uh for for one of those than the other right so i think but that's one of the things where people get off on being like context doesn't matter this doesn't matter nothing matters what boils down into the fact that something has to be there for me to argue about or be offended about or be upset about you're so much better at subbing stuff up than me uh now that interview with nikki i don't know what she's talking about snobby i don't understand she's not a sex positive outcome i hope she is trolling um yeah i don't i i really think she wants to talk shit about cardi and won't say her name come on that's my theory uh but i i think people do that a lot Mm-hmm. i do wonder what kind of feedback she has receiving received by being perceived as such maybe something happened besides the remy beef that affected her we all know some of these girls and young ladies on instagram don't have an agency on their bodies some of them don't know that they have multiple things to offer other than their bodies i don't know how that correlates to nikki but in her mind it does <sighs> yeah i really I, I honestly man my 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 thought is she would like to just talk shit about cardi and won't say cardi's name because she don't want them problems and she's coming out with a new project and she wants to be like it's not gonna be like cardi shit i'm actually blah 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 and she's not but instead just putting your shit out and keeping it trucking yeah instead she's trying to find a way and and maybe she's hoping that kind of like push a t that cardi responds to some of this subliminal shit but cardi is worried no, about having not, a baby right and shit. she's, she's not, not even worried about this shit um it's also interesting too because um i don't have a problem with people i think we need to have more room in general and uh and maybe we already do and i'm just thinking about social media so maybe maybe it's a moot point but i just feel like there needs to be some space for for black people to have like opinions like this that aren't completely um eviscerated like you don't always have to agree on everything no i just think we're more responding to the fact that nikki seems to be being dishonest than the idea of like if she really truly said i may have done damage to the community of black women by promoting um what she considers to be some values that she doesn't even hold herself and she's crafted her image around some shit that she been telling people you should do this but when it comes to her personal life she's like i wouldn't do that shit i can see her having a reconciling of that and like the karmic retribution of that and the that's balance. what should have been said if that but right but that's not what she said no that is not <laughs> like like so like people got offended because they're right. like well, bitch what you saying then right and i saw on twitter trying making it worse she's just making it worse trying to be like i'm not against sex work but if you out here selling pussy that's different i'm like nigga you that's you literally the opposite of what you just said happening. boo boo what are you doing and she told some people to beat up some people on Twitter, beat somebody up on Twitter, told her barbs to beat somebody's ass if they see him. I'm like, yo, what is happening right now? I don't know. Just, just say my bad. What happened to just my bad, y'all? <laughs> anyway, finally, after this does not make sense, um, nothing makes sense with her. But if I have learned, haven't learned anything in life is that many times shit just don't make sense. That's a good point she just don't always make sense Mm-mm. nope yeah somebody said she been like this for years and i'm like oh yeah that's right i don't read her interviews normally so. yeah it's some people y'all i don't read or follow i don't know nothing about some people the only time i hear their name is when we do this show yeah so i don't know dog i maybe that's all it is i just literally have never read an interview with her before uh, or that often uh, i think the last interview of hers i read was probably when she got into it with molly cyrus so i think that's the last time i read something from her so maybe she always be whining about shit and don't have being hypocritical and i've 
i just haven't seen it until now correct anyway it's not a big deal whatever Mm-mm. mr span says i don't know about the that nazi cola but damn is there damn it that jigger boost great energy drink is yes, jigger boost motherfucking delicious jigger boost all right i would buy that by the way he attributes that quote to sheriff david clark is it great flavor he did say jigger boost great flavor energy drink yes mm, yes angry hootie uh the poll was do you think Nicki minaj is going to change her image now because my thing was like after you say a statement like that i mean can your album be full of rich sex bops anymore only fucking rich niggas and getting money and shit like how much can you like uh right so when your album come out people are actually gonna be scrutinizing what you saying now because you signaling like you're gonna make some major change away from the industry and what other women are doing and from what you've been rapping about i i mean maybe she is but i don't let's see what the poll says yes she's gonna tone down the sex stuff no she just lying 84 percent say no she just lying 16 percent think she might change miss ct left maybe two comments um as far as the picture is concerned i thought it was dope initially i thought it might have been an up-and-coming hairstylist or just overall artist they got some shine i thought it was great that nikki allowed her to be in the photo but then when you and karen were talking you said the woman was famous i looked at who it was and realized it was the kim kimball kim is a legend she got so many business ventures working with so many artists and has seriously developed a brand of her own kim has clout kim has features kim has people on her tv show to help them out so no kim ain't out here wanting for nothing now as far as nikki's comments go i think she's looking back at her career a little seeing the image she portrayed over the years and trying to clean up the skeletons you collected over the years i absolutely believe she sold sex appeal and while i think she's happy at what she achieved i think she regrets some ways that she's achieved it i'm not out here to assume she slept with anybody in the industry but the way she acted is way too defensive to be anything with personal regret taken out of underwear fans it's a shame yo you just helped me piece something together though uh and i don't think you meant to do this but now i'm more convinced than ever it's it's gotta be about cardi Mm -hmm. because because when you brought up the part about looking back on her career cardi is where nikki was starting out now and this is her way like dissing her old self is a, a, a roundabout way of being like and if any other artist happens to be a year into their career talking about sex and getting money and fucking people and stuff and get that pussy popping and da 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 um they should be ashamed of themselves i mean really they've just been they they just trying to be like me and they just followed in the wrong they followed in footsteps but you that that's sad that you like that now you know what i don't think you meant to make that point but i do think it's shade now mm-hmm. like more so than i thought before even and i i already thought it was miss ct ct also goes to say one more thing for kim she is working she's in a field that requires physical labor i wouldn't be surprised if kim didn't make the damn wig 45 minutes before nikki placed it on her head you know what i don't want if i'm an artist paying thousand dollars of makeup for a makeup artist the makeup artist looking like she there for the damn photo shoot too you here to work so be at work you can look however she wants because uh to look because she's making money regardless and i'm glad right that was the other part that was weird so if she would have took the picture with her on some like almost like taking a selfie type thing that wouldn't have been just as fucking weird to people it's it's such a i don't know people are weird and i'm glad she looked like she was working in the photo because if she didn't they say she was just a name without any skill like why is she doing that what's she even in the picture 
uh she's the face of a brand and that she doesn't work for but she showed everyone no i'm still out here working and don't you hoes ever forget all right y'all i'm done bye yeah yeah that was just a weird day on social media mm-hmm. and that's one of, that's why i saved some of this shit for the podcast because i didn't even want to get involved in that i really just looked at that shit uh my man jason nichols on uh facebook summed it up perfectly i shared his status and was like bingo and left it at that because sometimes it's like a contest to be the most wokest like had a had an angle no one else has and get all the retweets and all that shit and you know not all the time but sometimes it just feels like people fall into that trap and i'm like you could have just really said nothing every single time it's the same trap and you keep getting caught in it yeah it's that it's that thing there's certain (laughs) people that be on twitter will get this but there's certain like starts to a tweet that uh that they're so um there's such cliches at this point i just start rolling my eyes from jump so it's like when can we talk about is one of them (laughs) yeah isn't it about time for a conversation when can we have the conversation yep that's another phrasing like you mean right now one day we'll talk about (laughs) it's just funny man it's just funny man uh you really just gotta not take yourself so seriously Mm -hmm. man like i just laugh about it you know the uh y'all always this yeah they they do that but i'm sleep though that's another (laughs) one that was my favorite that one went away we need to bring that back but i'm sleep though is my fave that was oh oh god i missed that one but yeah man that's you know it's it's a woke off all the time on on social media you gotta be careful but that one that one tickled me the other day because i was just like come on man (laughs) like you know you're just gonna make everybody mad like whatever whatever people like the attention all right we had one voicemail uh let me see here uh, aloha rod and karen this is uh your friend chris my wife just calling to wish you guys a good happy saturday and i just want to congratulate you on all the great shows and the continued success of the show and i also wanted to offer my personal thanks once again i don't know if you recall but a few years back i was going through some serious health problems and when I was in the hospital during that time frame, just being able to listen to the show, doing all the tests, being poked and prodded, really, really took my mind off it all. And actually, I was in there doing some serious hardcore tests, and I'm in there laughing. And I know all the healthcare people, the doctors were probably wondering why I was in there laughing during such a serious time in my life. But uh, the show really got me through it, just took my mind off everything. And um, I wrote in one time before to thank you, but I just wanted to call and thank you personally in my own voice, saying that it really meant a lot to me. Still following you guys, and uh, I'm a proud subscriber. I passed the word about your show to everybody I know. I got a few converts over here. And once again, just continued success, and uh, I'll be listening. Thanks. Aww, oh, thank man. you, baby. That's a good dude, y'all. Yeah, he always hitting us up on Twitter and Facebook and stuff, sending me links to stuff. I don't always have like a thing to say back or whatever. Sometimes just like thumbs up. But uh yeah, man, I remember uh when he went through that and and, and had emailed us about it. It's uh very heartwarming, man. Like I said, these are the moments, the things I think about when I think about getting on this microphone, mm-hmm. continuing to do the show. Th- these are the reasons why yeah. we do what we do. And you out there living in paradise, man. So I'm glad you, uh, you no, know. No, one, one day I actually hope to make it out there. I would love to go to Hawaii one day. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, sir. All right, let's get to these emails, man. And Gmail's move kind of slow. Um, oh, shit. Cause using the computer, you ain't on that X. Maybe I should have on the phone. I don't know. 
Gmail is hating now. I know that much. Um, <laughs> like I was trying to open up in the background. Did I click it already? All right. You know what? Um, I'm going to try this again. I'll try to open Gmail from another screen and see what happens. And uh, before, you know, when people talk about shows and length of shows and things like that, a lot of times for some people they actually like the longer uh, length of the shows because you know you constantly hear us all the time and like you say you're in there taking all these tests you're in there for probably hours on end you know and things like that so you know you're the reason why we do what we do and it means a lot yep mike writes in your podcast my name is mike and I just wanted to tell y'all that I appreciate what you two do for the black community as well as anyone else that comes across your voices. I'm new to listening to podcasts and your podcast was one of the first I subscribed to and it's now a staple for me every week. To be honest, I'm surrounded by white folks and it's hard for me to explain to these motherfuckers what it's like to be being black in this country without someone not quote unquote getting it. Come on. These goofy motherfuckers try to do everything else but understand. Anyways, again, thanks for thanks to both of you for your voices, a breath of fresh black air. Hey, we appreciate Thank it, man. You. We definitely here for that because uh, we know how how it is when you out there at the job uh, alone and shit, feeling like am I crazy? You know, There's something wrong with me. Am I the only one that thinks it's a little bit wrong to put a "Make America Great Again" sign over the microwave? Is that am I tripping? Come on now. And then we'd be on the on the twi- uh, we'd be on the uh, podcast. Like, no, you're not crazy. Take that shit off. Burn it. Come on, Attica. Uh, for the feedback <laughs> show, Ryan Murphy. Uh, hey there, Carolina cousins. Disclaimer: This is very long. This is long. Sorry. I'm so glad that Justin joined you guys this week. LOL is a premium member, balls deep in pregame of my fave premium show, so I loved hearing Justin on the main show. I just thought I would write in to give you guys some other gems from Ryan Murphy that you guys didn't mention on the show. He made the reg- he made the show popular, which was so good and didn't get his due. Then he went on to do the show Nip Tuck, one of the best shows ever. I've heard of that show. That show helped me understand why R. Kelly was found not guilty at his trial. The series finale honestly should have been better, but I digress. Then there was Glee, which introduced the world of Amber Riley, the world to Amber Riley, Leah Michelle, and Alex Newell. Uh, there were others, but those are some of my faves. He loved the Real Housewives of Atlanta so much, he gave Nene, Nene Leaks, Nene Leaks, um, a part on his new project, The New Normal, which introduced me to Andrew Rhinos, uh, who was supremely funny. After Glee, he went super dark with American Horror Story. I was surprised this is his next project after Glee, but I guess I shouldn't have. American Horror Story is so fantastic, in fact, that every season has a different theme, but are all actually connected. Ryan has just about all, uh, has been all about inclusion and diversity on his shows. <clears throat> I wasn't surprised that Pose is so good, especially since Janet Mock also writes and produces on the show. Mm. I sounded, I sound like a walking, talking white people news segment, lol. Oh, and Ryan, is Josh, is Josh Duhamel's name is actually pronounced jo- Dumel. Josh Dumel? Dumel? How the hell that makes sense? With an H-A-M in the middle of this motherfuckers? Some letters of silent, I'm assuming. Listen, the fun of white people news is that I don't care. <laughs> if I start caring about how to pronounce these white people names, I'll just quit the whole segment. <laughs> Do they care when they be singing our rap songs all willy-nilly? Nope so i don't isn't his mama named do hamel i'm gonna name him do hamel okay change your name you don't like it love to y'all always steph thank you allegra writes in 
1695 Kunkies. hey y'all two why when you two and justin start talking about polls i start crying all over again about that episode one i knew that whitney song before it started before it started too the song was my jam back when i was a young girl and now i get choked up every time i think of that song side note i grew up in the era from the la perspective and i'm as a young girl uh oh as a young girl i was exposed to the ups and downs my mom's best friend died of complications from hiv so this story holds some personal memories for me allegra Oh, thank you allegra thank you baby um and uh also um uh somebody had asked me like are you and bossy gonna do uh, um this is this too much about pose and i thought about it but then i went on bossy's facebook and she she, she i'm sorry she was like oh i really like this show up into the dance and it was so corny over the top da 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 and i was like okay so that made me cry so no probably won't be doing it. i don't need her with her arms folded judging me as i was crying about this boy <laughs> getting that damn uh scholarship to the dance place so probably but, probably not this one guys but, but why something happened she'll be like oh my god rob we got to cover it maybe when insecure comes back but i can't i can't see myself opening up to let bossy uh, judge my crying um, <laughs> oh she wrote back to say by the way my house would be the house of joy my name means happiness uh it would be all bright colors and glitter and it would be full of all the things that signify joy and party and thank you for always bringing me things to think about laugh about or cry about allegra yeah you made me think about my name uh i was was talking about the name before yeah i could see uh me picking that house like the house of care because karen in my name and for mm. some reason i i actually care a lot about people no mm. matter how hardcore i quote unquote try to sound i actually do care sometimes i care too much but i do care i actually think i, I was thinking about this i had to change the name of my house to the house of uh the house of burgers okay uh i think the house of burgers is not taken so um something on my heart this is from derica who writes in hi rod and auntie karen firstly i love the show y'all been a great source of nourishment for my blackness nerdiness and sanity in this world with an excess of shitty people secondly i have something on my heart that i've been too cowardly to say before Uh-oh. with the laughing emoji with the with the sweat bead on it <laughs> i don't know what this is about to say me either <sighs> All right, i know bro, take a deep breath my bio mom is bipolar which contributed to her being unable to raise us and my mom mom is actually my cousin this was my normal coming up but as an adult now i understand how it affected me i don't mean to make assumptions about your experience here as someone who is more logical than emotional and communication working out these effects is challenging because emotion is so prominent but your strength openness and positivity and sharing is so reassuring i didn't know i needed to see this in another black woman most times it feels like we have to be machines but you're so freely and you're so free freely you and it's wonderful i'm really sorry if i'm being too personal but i just wanted you to know that you're truly an inspiration to me congratulations to you both on all the growth and success long live tbgwt all the love um and uh from derica uh p.s i'm not on any of socials y'all on but i'm show me the then hen wait show me the hen in the chat when i get to participate is that for hennessy because you may be one of us you may be you might be right up our alley uh but that's super sweet yes it is 
um and yeah i think you know karen just kind of talks about stuff you know we both kind of just hop on here and talk about stuff but uh you just never know who your who else is out there that's like yes i've lived that i understand that i've felt judged for it or i felt like mm-hmm. not talking about it or ashamed of it and stuff especially how we treat mental health correct so you know i you know it's, i don't think karen necessarily looks at it as like brave or whatever but i always was like you know it's beautiful yeah and and and, and i think and and some me and roger talked about it uh i think the other day and i told him how you know people do you know tell me that you know you're brave and you talk about things but i guess i just look at it as normal and like this it is what it is and i realize that we live in a society where everybody judges everything mm-hmm. and if you didn't come from a two-parent household that's still together your parents love each other and you don't have 2.5 kids and you don't do everything right and you know everything's supposed to be perfect you're supposed to buy a house have a picket fence you know everybody's family's supposed to get along like if your house did not come from a standard traditional quote-unquote christian value household there's something wrong with you and your family and everything about you is wrong like like that's how society quote unquote kind of makes you feel but as i've gotten older and as i became more into my adulthood and as i begin to learn me and love me and accept the reality that my life i live my life uh put like this a quarter mile at a time yes a quarter mile at a time which which i actually love but i actually (laughs) (laughs) a quarter mile time you wouldn't go too far but yeah um (laughs) (laughs) that's just from fast and furious oh no no i'm messing with you uh, but I realized that everything I've go through life, my life experiences and all that stuff, I realized that they are my experiences, but they also for me to share, uh, you know, and a lot of people don't really look at their lives as something to share because we live in a society where everybody's told to shut up, be quiet. Don't tell nobody about your secrets. Don't tell nobody about your burden. Don't tell nobody about what's going on in your life. You know, don't tell nobody about the, the uncle out here molesting. Don't tell nobody about the aunt that got mental breakdowns. Don't tell nobody about your cousin on HIV. We don't talk about that. We don't share those things. We don't, we, 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 we just don't. Well, what you fail to realize, you have other people that are struggling just like you because as a child, nobody actually teaches children how to handle that emotional toll that goes along with that and you know you have adults that don't know how to handle it they pass down their insecurities their imperfections and everything else going on in their life down to their children and then those children pick up those same habits and a lot of times you have to break cycles you know because as an adult i've learned how to break cycles on a lot of uh things in my life because i was like oh the butt's gonna stop here you know even me there's certain things that I don't do with my niece, you know. Uh, I think the other day, well, it's been a while ago, but she asked me, she said, Auntie Karen, she says, uh, do you ever get angry? And I said, yes. And I was looking at her like, what made you ask me that? She was like, you don't know a fuss or yell at me. I was like, no, baby. I said, I don't because I know how it is to be a child to be constantly yelled at. Like, it is not a good place to be, you know. It, it, it makes you paranoid as a child. It makes you scared as a child. I'm just speaking from a child's perspective. And it makes you view a parent as as something that you should fear you know yes you should have some form some form of a parent child yeah yeah Yeah. respect but it's in between respecting them and actually fearing them because when you fear something you don't tell them about dark parts of your life you don't tell them about the emotional things you're going through as a child you shut down you know because you go where i fear you and sometimes the consequences of how they're going to respond puts a fear in you that they actually need to help you but they don't know to help you because you're emotionally shut down because of those things. So 
I don't mind sharing and I don't mind being, you know, open. And I think that actually more people should be, but uh, you know, with social media and things like that, I understand why people are not because social media is every that perfect image thing. Everybody got to be perfect. Everybody got to be together. You got to present yourself in these ways, and, it, and it's very stressful to be perfect. And then people that show their imperfection, everybody want to clown you when you were like, "Motherfucker, you ain't perfect either." Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's one of the reasons I love the show is that we have a space where we don't have to worry about that shit, you know. Um, and that's how you make shit real, you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of places where people kind of put on airs or they they tell you just a little bit about themselves but they don't want to like let you like they still want to have an image of perfection so they can just kind of sit on a pedestal and judge everybody and everything but like there's no fun in that there's no humanity in that we're all flawed we all have our own issues we're all like so um and not to mention we all have our paths and you know you mentioned something like that it's like oh yeah i feel included in your story i feel seen in this because i've been through that and that and that's the universal truth in all people's humanity yes it is uh all right last email great show as per usual um this is from our girl miss uh marty kins who says those insensitive and politically incorrect beverage names though not see <laughs> an orthodox juice sound like some commercial level trolling shaking my head and on the topic of international trash france is culturally different it's worse uh uh they are way behind on the me too movement i know administrative professionals secretaries and assistants who are actually trained at work on how not to be sexually harassed at work right they train the women right what kind of shit is that hey man these men might want to get in your pants so uh let me teach you how not to let them happen to you no training or standards for the men to my knowledge i could go on but i'll just stop and say as per usual great job no need to share the info below oh oh she was just letting us know she had some um several different names on twitter uh the website and uh our instagram um but uh no we 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 with you miss martikins we appreciate you and you know no need to clarify you you uh but i but i appreciate the clarity um it said da, 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 da. oh sis i figured i'd show you my names with you since when we meet in, in the vip in september you can uh, aptly pretend to know who this fan is <laughs> oh well in that case i'm gonna say it mimi sunshine in the chat miss 1kl on the website cami uh kamimi sunshine on twitter and mimi 1kl sunshine on instagram i have multiple personality disorder online i guess one day i'm going to call <laughs> with another name just because i have a problem um well you know be the change you won't believe man come That's on all i'm saying uh thank you so much uh everybody that wrote in mm-hmm. uh we appreciate y'all yes. um everybody that left us voicemails and all that stuff as well we'll be back tomorrow for father's day yes with my dad yes your daddy the annual father's day thing and i asked him friday i was like you gonna be there he was like yes yep so he said he is gonna be here and we can't wait to have him so until then um i love you i love you too